Nesta was in the stables, greeting Hera's new foal when her father came home. Wet with birthing fluid, the colt struggled to his feet and immediately tumbled back into the straw. The mare wicked encouragement and licked him with long strokes of her tongue until he tried again, this time surging to all fours, swaying but precariously upright. A fine future warhorse for your father, said Doey, the groom, as the foal wobbled into the shelter of Hera's flank. He's the image of his sire. Nestor smiled with wonder and delight, for the foal did look exactly like Taran, champion of the royal stud at Carew. Her father was riding him on campaign, three days' journey to the north, where the hated Normans were building another of their castles at Brecon, pushing ever further into Welsh territory. The peace agreement her father had made with King William the Bastard had died with him, and under the new rule of his son, William Rufus, the Norman border barons had turned their avaricious gaze westwards, viewing the principalities of Wales as ripe for their picking. Ten days ago, news had come to Carew that the Normans had allied with her father's old and bitter enemy in Powys, Cadogan of the House of Blethyn, and her father had ridden out with his warband to put a stop to the incursions. Legs splayed like a drunkard, the foal sought the mare's udder. What shall he be called then, young mistress? Doey asked, his eyes twinkling. Nesta tilted her head. Temestil, she said. Tempest, son of thunder. Her heart always leaped when she watched her father's stud herd galloping together, manes and tails streaming with their speed. Taran, with his arched crest and high-stepping pride, was her favorite. But she loved the sleek mares with their sun-polished coats and the leggy foals dancing at their heels. The storm horses of Carew were renowned and coveted throughout Wales. A fine choice, Doey said. Your father will approve. Nesta hugged herself at the praise. Pray God her father returned soon. She wanted to be first to show him the new arrival. Her stomach growled. On waking, she had thrown on her clothes, braided her hair, and raced to the stables, knowing the birth was imminent. Now, although ravenous, she was reluctant to leave the mare and foal. For a few precious moments, this wonderful event was hers and Doey's alone. Giving her a knowing grin, the groom unfolded the napkin containing his breakfast of bakestone bread and fat bacon. You are welcome to share, young mistress. Nesta dipped her head, affecting gracious dignity. She was the prince's daughter, and there were boundaries. But she had known Doey since he had first held her on a pony as a chubby infant, and by mutual assent, they had made their own rules of hierarchy. She was fond of him, and he cherished her, for he only had sons, grown men, away with Lord Rees and the warband. Nesta bit into the bread, flat and chewy from the bakestone, 
but flavoursome, and the perfect accompaniment to the thinly sliced fat bacon, tasting of hearth smoke and herbs. <laughs>